Greetings and welcome to the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast. I am your host, Pete Lorimer, former hit record producer and now host of the show Stay Here on Netflix and owner of LA's most creative boutique real estate firm, PLG Estates. On the podcast, you will always find business and real estate strategies, marketing techniques, and tips for the entrepreneur. So make sure you hit that big, fat, lovely, juicy subscribe button, would you? podcast is all about a mind trick that I have used for years to keep me focused and positive. Now, it's not my Jedi mind trick, but it's one that was given to me in an area of my life that is just as important to me as my business world. So I will stop being cryptic and without further ado, let's jump into another fabulous episode of the Creative Entrepreneur Podcast. It is very very, very easy for me to play the victim, right? When something doesn't go my way, when something's like, oh, you know, I, I live in expectations, which I'm going to be covering ground on. But I want to talk a little bit about how one can kind of reset one's mind every single day of existence. Yeah. I want to get into it because I have early onset on optimism. I am just a chronic optimist. I always like to think about the future. I like to think, I don't know what it is. I just always see positivity in everything that I do. Of course, there is darkness. And of course, there are there are moments of, of a dark cloud. But you know what? Having the ability to break through that, and I'm going to show you this skill right now. And I have to hand this over to, I, I learned this skill set in another, I've, okay, I've told you guys enough over the years. I've been sober a very, very long time. And I learned this skill from my early days of sobriety, nearly 17 years ago, which was this, being grateful, having gratitude, loving and being grateful for what is in front of you and not always trying to strive for what is out of reach. Now, ambition and career are two things that I'm very, very passionate about, but I'm not the type of person that needs to live in a big, massive 10 bedroom house. You know, I don't need to drive an Aston Martin. Would I like to? Sure, I would. But I always value the people and persons that I work with and people that I work for and relationships. I value those way more above things. So I want to get into tips for starting your day with gratitude. Because if we start our day with gratitude, it's really quite bizarre. I'm sure many of us wake up with, oh shit, not this, or there's some impending doom. There's a bad deal. There's a bad relationship. There is a something that is on the table that when your eyes open, you go, oh God, really? I've got to start my day with that. So I learned the following technique with this. When I was new in sobriety, I'm going to talk about sobriety again. I'm sorry, but whatever. But when I, it's relevant to everything. It isn't just being sober. It's being of clean mind, right? Having a clean mind, even if you drink normally, one needs to stop the voices and stop the negativity. So 
Starting your day by writing down 10 things that you are grateful for will reset your mind. Let's talk about this for a second. Look at where we live. The majority of the people tuning in right now, we all live in the United States. Boom, check. That is a big win. We all woke up with a roof over our heads. Check. We all woke up probably with someone that loves us. They're not necessarily next to us, but there are people that love us, right? We got kids, we got brothers and sisters, we got parents, we got friends. Check. We are probably going to have breakfast today. Check. We are not going to die today, most likely. Check. People that I loved are most likely not going to die today. Check. I know this sounds ethereal, and I know this sounds a little kind of like off in the universe, but I guarantee you, I guarantee you, classic example is this. When I was a new agent and I was looking at my leads and I'd look at, this is when we used to write them out and put them on the boards, right? I would, I would write out my leads and I'd put, stick them all, a big wall of sticky notes. I'd put them all on, on the wall and then I would look at them and I'd do this. Oh, holy shit. What a big, what a big pile of nothing that is. What a total waste of time this is. What's the point? And then I'd think, okay, I need to have a reset. So what I would do is I would go out of the room, go have a cup of coffee. Back then I even smoked, maybe go have a cigarette. And then I would come back in with an attitude adjustment, right? Hashtag attitude adjustment. I would look at the same wall and I kid you not, I would have this reaction. Oh, wow, I'm busy. I'm really, really busy because I removed myself from the results. I removed myself from expectations and I removed myself from the fact that it isn't just my hands on the wheel, right? I am someone that does believe in Mother Universe and that it's my job to turn up every day and work as hard as I possibly can, but the results are really not up to me. And I think as long as we can grasp that concept that when waiting for divine intervention doesn't mean kicking back on, on your sofa, watching Netflix, smoking, smoking a doobie, it means that we work as hard, as hard, as hard, as hard as we can. We go in one direction with patience and with energy and that we stay out of expectations because I still can look at my glass, which I don't anymore, but I can still look at a glass and see it as half empty. But now every decision I make, I choose to look at that glass as half full. In fact, more than half full. I always see the positive. This doesn't mean you are going to be skipping down the road with rainbows and puppies. It means we will have adversity. We will have difficulties. We will have scary moments. It will be dark at moments. It will be really scary where you want to put your tail between your legs and you want to run. But please understand this, that adversity is the cornerstone of success. If it was easy, everyone would do it. People think, ah, you know, I'm going to get my real estate license and I'm just going to kind of jump into, into real estate because you get big checks and you work with rock stars and, you know, you might sell a movie. No, it, it isn't that at all. It is hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours of grind. It is when I meet new agents, when they come to PLG Estates, you know, I like to kind of tell it how it is when they sit down and they go, so what's my, uh, what's my first year in real estate going to be like then? You know, I'm, I'm going to make two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars And I'm like, no, 
Your first year in real estate is like you are getting in the ring with Tyson and he's going to beat the shit out of you for 12 rounds. And at the 12th round, you might come up for a small gasp of air, at which point Tyson will draw back his elbow and smack you in the chops one more time. It is brutal. But is it rewarding? You bet. When Cindy and I, my, my lovely wife, when Cindy and I started working together, I mean, it was non-stop. We never took a breath. We just went hard at it day after day after day after day. And we still do. Why do we do it? It isn't fear. It isn't a desire for a 10-bedroom house. It isn't a desire for an Aston Martin. It's because we love what we do. We love who we work with. And the most precious things to us are our children, right? So if we can provide a little bit for them, although we never, uh, there is no entitlement. LA is, is, is a city that's full of, you know, a lot of entitlement from both adults and children. Our kids are super grounded. They're not entitled to anything. They have to earn everything. And the reason that this kind of resonates with me today, and the reason I wanted to do this is this. Do you know how full of gratitude I feel to be a father? Do you know how beyond grateful I am to be a son of my poor father who is not here anymore and my father-in-law, both of who I loved? That to me is worth boatloads of gold because on my deathbed, on my deathbed, am I going to wish I made another million dollars or am I going to wish that I took the time to spend a bit more time with my kids? Well, I'm here to tell you, I am lucky that I see my children all the time. I make sure that I have a schedule where I can have dinner with them seven days a week. Seven days a week, I have dinner with my kids. Whenever I go on vacation, they always come with us. They always come with me and Cindy because these moments are the moments that I want to wrap in diamond-encrusted gratitude. The gratitude that I feel from these kids being the father to these children is beyond anything I could have imagined. The last thing I want to finish with is this. When it comes to working, right, divine intervention, whatever it is, remaining in, in optimism is really, really difficult. However, we have to keep grinding. If we're not on, on offense, we're on defense. If we're not acting, we are reacting. Sorry, my iPad is going bonkers right now. And the other thing is this, if you need to be in gratitude, again, I started with this, 10 things in the morning that you feel grateful for. I'm grateful that I was born now and I wasn't born 100 years ago because I know my parents, my parents had it really hard. And I know my parents' parents had it even harder than them. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, try writing down every single morning 10 things that you are grateful for. I guarantee you it will make your day start a hell of a lot better. And then also, when you feel, when you feel a negative thought coming in your mind, push it out. Push it out. Because negative thoughts are like bullies. If you listen to them, they kind of got you cornered. But if you say, screw you, I'm not going to listen to you, then they go away. It's, it's as simple as that. So bad thoughts are bullies. Remain in optimism. Stay out of entitlement. And it will be another glorious week. 
That's about it for another podcast. The secret source of gratitude is something that I live and die by, and it has ultimately changed my business and, more importantly, my life. So I really hope some of you grasp that concept. Um, Thank you so much for your likes, for your comments, and subscribing. I do love getting all of those little, lovely little words in my ears from you. And most importantly, and in all seriousness, if you know someone that might get some value from this podcast, do me a favor, do them a favor, and do yourself a favor, and send it over to them, and make sure that you keep coming back next week for another podcast. Thanks so much. Lorimer out.